Welcome to Raking Dads. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. And today it's time to have the talk. James, I already have like three kids. I think it's a little late. As always, if you want links or more info about this episode, click on the link in the show notes or head over to BreakingDads.com. 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 And this week, we're going to have an awkward conversation. Well, I hope our conversation isn't awkward. It's, oh, oh, it's not. But it's going to be a, a non-awkward conversation about the awkward conversations yes. we're either having or really, really should be having. It's already too awkward. Yes. Uh, yeah, we suddenly realized our eight-year-old hadn't asked any questions relating to human sexuality whatsoever, and our five-year-old was starting to ask a few. So mm-hmm. we didn't avoid questions or give misinformation with the older child, but he just simply wasn't asking them. He just didn't have... It. He'd be like, why Why is my thing sticking up? You know, like those kinds of questions, and it's pretty simple. Yeah. It doesn't need a big answer. But it made us realize we kind of dropped the ball on this one. So we got so busy with everything else in life. There was no pun there. Yes. No pun intended. Uh, we got so busy, we totally didn't even think about it. You're just you're just <laughs> laughing how how much I so didn't. I really did not intend that to be a pun. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could have just let it go, and I, everything would have been fine. No, but I, then I saw you had a look, and I was like, oh man, I no, I did not. I did not did do that on purpose. Uh, okay. Anyway, so that made us reflect on uh, how our parents right. gave us the talk. Because, I mm-hmm. mean, every parent has to do this. Every parent, I think, has a strategy. But, you know, when I have kids, when I grow up, uh, but what you think you're going to do in the reality are two, when you're really faced with it, it was a little different. So how did your parents go about it? Well, uh, my story is a little different. When I was in uh, around, I I don't have a linear memory. I right. don't know if we've talked about this on the show yeah. before. In my mind, there's the present. There's things that will happen in the future. And there's things that have happened in the past. It's and it's mm-hmm. all... All just one big ball. It's, it's not just, a mind palace. It's a mind dumpster. It's just the past. Yeah. Right. So I think it was around grade four-ish. Might have been grade three. Might have been grade five. I don't know. Um, I took it on myself to take out some books from the school library uh, hmm. about puberty and sexuality. And these did a great job explaining everything and included cartoon-like pictures. Uh, a lot of it was over my head at the time. But it all stuck with me and really prepared me for everything that would come later in life. In particular, and I don't know how I got on this, I was fascinated by the female reproductive cycle. And those books are the reason that I can walk into any store in the world and buy tampons and maxi pads without fear or shame, like some other men I know, which have a I, weird... I don't understand that. You have the fear and the no, shame? No, no, no. Oh, don't, you don't I understand? Don't, no. no, I don't. I, I talk to some people and they're like, oh my God, my, my wife asked me to pick up some, you well, know, they can't even say it, like, you know, on the way home. Because the teller's going to think that they're menstruating? I guess. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't actually know what the logic is on that. Yeah, to me, whenever the teller rings it up, I just look at them and go, yes, I live with a fertile female. Yeah. And like, that's enough. The other thing I don't understand, and this is a really off topic, but I have to say it. Hmm. Why do they put it in a separate bag? I feel like we've talked about this before. I don't know if it's on this show or not. Yeah. They put the, the, they put the tampons I, in a I, separate bag and put that in the bag. I'm, and every time yeah, I just want to turn to them and go, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I'm not buying used ones, am I? No, exactly. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. No, I don't get it. It's, anyway, it is. that's the world we live in. It is. Um, so yeah, so I was self-taught, but not in a schoolyard kind of way. <laughs> Um, so that later when my dad did come into my room and he's like, well, son, we, we have to have a talk. He didn't actually sound like that. That's just how his well, son, uh, we got to have a talk. And, and then I'm like, no, don't worry. I got this. And he's like, oh, and then I proceeded to explain things. I think much better than he was prepared to. And he's like, oh, okay, good then. It's all good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was my introduction. Huh? What, what about yours? I, 
my parents would ask, you know, they would answer any question mm-hmm. I had, but I didn't really have that many questions. I didn't really, I was like my son, I was like, eh, I, I get there's a thing out there, but I'm too busy playing video games. So whatever, I'm going to deal with that later. I remember seeing a, this movie about conception and birth when I was in junior high. And I remember, you know, junior high sex ed and thinking, yeah, okay, whatever. It's just science. And then I don't remember my parents explaining any of it to me at all. Like, I remember my mom gave me some books on my bed. Like I came right. downstairs and I was like, oh, okay, here's some books. My mom was like, yeah, I've got some books for you. And uh, she might remember this totally differently. And I is basically covered puberty and sex ed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, oh, you can ask me questions if you have any. And again, that doesn't sound like my mom. <laughs> I don't know. Why. Oh, you can ask me questions if you have <laughs> it. Nailed no. it. Perfect. Um, and it was probably a good idea for a kid. Like, like it's funny. That worked for me. Mm-hmm. For you, you're like a self-starter. You're like, now I'm going to get, okay, I'm going to crack this nut. I'm going to figure this one out. How does all this work? And for me, I was like, I don't really care. And I was like, okay, books, I guess I'll look at those. And then I did. And I was like, yeah, okay. So no, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess parents, pro- I think a lot of parents would, in, maybe in that time period, took that approach of just put some books and put some literature on your children's yeah. bed. And because we, we grew up in Canada hmm. and there's a lot of sex education, it, right. it's, a funded, it's a funded thing yeah. that parents in Canada wanted, I think in part to avoid having these conversations. Uh, perhaps. I Yeah. And I, there is a strong separation of church and state in Canada, mm-hmm. which means there's no there's no influence yeah it just is like it's a thing we need to the country needs to deal with uh it for health reasons Mm -hmm. um which would be a huge one we don't want teenage pregnancies we don't want um you know teenagers getting um by the way that that uh childbirth video that you watched in junior high Mm -hmm. uh, i also remember best form of of birth control there is Do you remember the one i'm talking about i know i think it was like i saw it on pbs or uh, oh no the one i saw was in in school Oh. And uh, it was like on like eight millimeter film, like so the projector was running. Total it was it's weird because like, when it what? starts, it's like how I imagined pornography looked like in my mind, like when you see it in old movies, and uh. it's like, oh, I rented this projector and this reel, right? Because it starts and it's rolling, and you're hearing the real sound, and then and then the birth happens, and I think every woman there thought chastity is a good option, yeah. like right at that moment, <laughs> exactly. like I don't want that to happen no. to me. Um, so that's a really good form of there. You don't need to sign a chastity pledge after seeing that. You're like, you know what? That's I'm just going to make this choice. I'm good. Yeah. So, so how before you had kids mm-hmm. yourself, how did you think you would have the talk? I don't know. I think in my mind before I had kids, um, I didn't think about having the talk. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, that's not true. I'm I was very worried that I was going to have a girl and I wouldn't be able to relate in any way, shape or form. Right. Glad and, I don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when I when when the third kid came out a boy, I thought, all right, that's one bullet dodge. <laughs> like that's just one conversation I don't need to have. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so fifty percent of your parental planning just dissolved. It really did. It absolutely did. And I, there's a double standard, and and I'm aware of that. And you know, I don't want to participate in the double standards. But you, you, I guess you theoretically have to explain the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But but it's a very different perspective. The focus is different. Yeah. Yeah. And in a weird way, I feel like there's less emotion involved in the discussions. Mm. I don't know. And again, know. maybe I'm projecting, you know, I don't know. And I won't have to know. Yes. We'll ask you in a few years, James. Oh, <laughs> what yeah. About, what about you? Did you have, did you have it all planned out in your head? 
I think we'd vaguely talked about it and thought, you know what, we're going to be as honest and forthcoming with our mm-hmm. kids as we can be. We'll mm-hmm. just answer the questions. And it is, it at the end of the day, it's all biology. Like, yeah, that's why you learn it in biology class here. It's like, it's just, it's a fact. And so we just treat it as a, as a, as a fact and not get mm-hmm. into the, uh, the emotional or the uncomfortable areas of it, which I think come maybe a little bit later. Right. When, when your children end up in relationships or they, they find a, you know, someone to be with, then it becomes a different it's a real matter and then mm-hmm. there is emotions involved but up, up to that point it really is just a fact yeah uh, which is pretty easy to deal with if mm-hmm. you don't get embarrassed about it and just think oh okay i'll just explain it in factual biological yeah. terms it doesn't need to get weird definitely my wife and i did consciously decide uh that when we were asked about it we would use the scientific names for everything right i think uh, everyone's had this experience where you're talking to someone say junior high or and high they, school yeah. and they <laughs> just cannot yeah. They're like, oh man, a dodgeball was tough today because you know they hit me in the pee pee with the ball, and you're like, no, 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 you are way too old to be saying pee pee, yeah, as a thing. It is true. You yeah. hear some weird ones. You're like, really? That's yeah. No, no, don't. Just use the term. Just use the term. Yeah. It's like yeah. let's. There's a shared language. Let's have it. Um. So that was that was a thought I had beforehand. Hmm. You're saying that your your daughter starts asking questions. Your oldest one hasn't. My wife and I, it's it's tough because our oldest one, we're we've just been more focused on getting him socially involved in general. Hmm. Like the idea of him talking to someone of the opposite sex or having a relationship in any way, shape, or form is so foreign to him. Right. Uh, that there's been none of these thoughts, none yeah. of these questions, none of this curiosity, like at all. Huh. And so, you know, he's 11 now and I'm realizing we haven't had any talk. Not only that, it's worse than that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, a few years ago, and I honestly don't know if it was two or three years ago, we thought, you know, he's getting older. We need to introduce these ideas. And, you know, my experience with the books, let's get a good book and then we could give it to him and he can ask us questions and we can talk about it. It'll be great. Yeah. So we bought the book. Oh no. Have not given it to him. <laughs> Do not even know where the book is. So it's like yeah. a doorstop somewhere. I, it's it's collecting dust. It's in a closet. I, it's a weird. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But we really should find it or buy another one. I do wonder what percentage of these books are sold with the intention of being used in art. Yeah, it has to be. That was what we're currently at. We went Mm -hmm. and thought, okay, we are the eight-year-old's going to find out about it at school. I don't want that to happen Mm -hmm. because it's going to be misinformation. And he might be, it it could be a little like, why didn't you tell me this? Like, why has this been kept from me? Um, We didn't know what the response would Mm -hmm. be. So we just kind of, we went, okay, let's get some books. We got, uh, it's not the stork, a book about girls, boys, babies, bodies, families, and friends by Robbie H. Harrison illustrated by Michael Emberly and the illustrator it does a great job like they're very they did a good job as a team kind of Mm -hmm. painting the whole thing highly recommend it it was really good we'll put a link to that on our show notes we got that and we read it out loud uh mostly to the five-year-old but we knew he if there's a story being read he's in there so we all sat on the couch and my wife read it out loud to the kids and at first we weren't sure how we're going to approach this and she's like I'll just read it and by reading it, it totally put it as a fact. You know, they know books have facts. They mm-hmm. know there's uh, science books at school. Yeah, so here is one. A legitimacy and a credibility to it. Yeah, it's yeah. not us with baseless opinions and anything. It was mm-hmm. simply here it is. Uh, you know, the ceiling on that book is uh, it's up to eight-year-olds. It's four to eight-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, that'll cover us. Whew, we're done. <laughs> we're good. We, we, you know, we just made it to the edge of that. And it was good. It's very factual. Uh, goes right from conception. It covers right through to birth, mm-hmm. um, how an egg's fertilized, all that. So that's what we were looking for was something, you know, 
as we we didn't really look too closely at it so we knew it was okay this is a good right. resource and we just read it and then as we were reading it, we're like wow this really does explain everything and we looked at the kids thinking okay what's their reaction going to be to this like are, mm-hmm. you know nothing yeah just no and I, I we did not anticipate that we thought okay there's going to be some reaction our son's going to be uncomfortable and squirmy mm-hmm. they just looked at that and went okay so yeah that was uh, again when i was younger and i was looking at the books that was my reaction to the mechanics of sex as well you mm-hmm. know you, you you read it and you go okay that makes sense yeah you know because you're aware of the physical differences on some level yeah and now it's like, here's the reason for these physical differences. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, and I think because they're at, you know, at eight, they're too, there's no interest in the opposite yeah. sex. So they're too young to feel uncomfortable about feelings they haven't even had yeah. yet. Yeah, And that, I didn't even occur to me. I was like, I thought, oh, he might be squirmy about the whole idea of, you know, penis mm-hmm. vagina. And he was like, that, I guess that's a thing that happens later. I don't yeah. understand that now, but okay. And then later, he'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, so it's, it's not, nothing weird about that. Yeah, for him or and for her, I think there was a little bit of like, great, I understand how it all works now. And like the next week, she's telling us about um, the boy in her class she's going to marry. Yeah. And we're like, has he agreed to this? She's like, yep. Yeah, I told him we're going to get married. I told him we're going to get married. We're going to get married. And I was like, really? Yeah, no, we're getting we're going to get married. I'm going to have babies. Yep. That's it. She's like, got it all planned out. I got it all planned out. Yeah. Does she know what they're going to do for a living? Yeah, not yet. I feel like that's an important part she's, of the plan. She's been changing it up a lot. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I'm like, oh, yay, you're going to be a scientist. And then other times I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be, what was the last one? I was like, you're setting the bar a little bit low. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. But it was, I was it's, you're just, you don't want to, you, you want to be encouraging for everything. But yeah. there are some things your children tell you they're going to do for a living that you're just a little disappointed with. You're like, no, 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 that's not going to exist as a job in 10 years. So please don't do that. I'm going to be a car mechanic. Nope. Nope. You won't. <laughs> God, there's anything wrong with mechanics. I'm no, just, no. The, because the, the electric cars, the are autonomous gonna cars are going to take out a lot of the, yeah. the maintenance work. The autonomous cars will fix themselves. I just wanted to make that clear that I wasn't no, no, no. disparaging no, no. mechanics. Uh, I, I lack Whom all... I love and need. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love my mechanic. I have no mechanical ability. No. I'm none. like, that dude's a wizard. Exactly. It's like magic to <laughs> yes, me. It's it like, is. Yeah. It's just that the, the potions are going to change. You, That's you've all. said words I vaguely have heard before. Yes. And you're gonna fix it. That's all do you do, that matters. When you talk to a mechanic, do you just nod a lot? Oh, I, I'm very clear when I don't when I'm a when I'm a dummy about something, mm-hmm. I'm very clear about my ignorance. I'm very like oh. I, I go in with that. I'm like, look, I have no idea what's going on with this. See, I'm so paranoid they're gonna take advantage of me. Uh, I always go with I thought that might be it. Yeah, yeah I thought that might be the problem. Oh, the carbomerator. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh. The you know, the uh the pistonians are just not doing their thing. The oscillation of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I heard a heard a hammer yeah. with a whistle. Ah, oh, that noise always means that. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's kind of like that with your kids' questions about sexuality when they have them, too, mm-hmm. is, you know, avoiding the just, the just nodding. <laughs> yeah. Just, mm-hmm. 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 Oh, that'll happen. Yep, that'll happen. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so after we got it, right. we uh, we went, we read, did the read-through, and we just uh, left it laying on the table, mm-hmm. and on the coffee table, and we found they circled around through the whole next, like, week or two, just opening it up, you'd walk in the room, they'd be just looking at it. And my son asked a couple of questions that were like, you know, just innocuous follow-ups that he kind of wasn't clear or something. Mm-hmm. We, we got a couple other books. The one we haven't read it yet, which we still have to do, um, was it Meg Hickling's Boys, Girls, and Body Science, a first book about facts of life with illustrations by uh, Kim Lefebvre. And uh, that one is a similar approach, I think this is the mm-hmm. first one. Uh, but we thought, well, okay, we'll, we'll read a couple different ones and yep. no idea. They look somewhat similar. And, and having the same science presented in different ways is yeah. never bad. And it reinforces the legitimacy It'll have a slightly well. different tack, yeah. I think, but it's close. 
And also, we thought we'd get more questions from the eight-year-olds, so we also picked up uh, Linda uh, Madaris's On Your Mark, Get Set, Grow for him. It's aim- aimed at ages eight and up and is more about puberty, but mm-hmm. does it kind of through these Q&A style segments throughout the book. And I really, he picked up and kind of glanced at it, and I just didn't nothing yeah he's not there yet so that yeah. was fine i was like okay it's there it's going to be on his bookshelf he's got the resource when he wants to know more about puberty mm-hmm. but just not really yeah he was good at least he got the, the basic facts yeah so i feel relieved about that i uh, seriously we were both just like you know that night as you do your debrief for the day we were like man i'm really glad we did that yeah <laughs> i'm so glad we so now the pressure's on you jeff yep absolutely you're gonna go home and dust that book off i yeah well we'll find it <laughs> yeah we gotta find it well, you can borrow ours if you can't find it there you go excellent i appreciate that yeah yeah that's uh... read it to the the little one and the middle <laughs> one because they're the they're perfect yep i remember when we were when our kids were in like kindergarten i remember one of the other kids knew all the basic facts and mm-hmm. i thought whoa that seems really young but it really wasn't no we were just really incompetent as parents not just unsure because you don't you don't know why do you want to give them knowledge that they're going to go spouting off to other people too that might really make right because everyone's had that kindergarten kid that walks around goes i have a penis to like everybody and it's like yeah we get it you know you're not the first man to go around running and saying that like your dad you know and it's like no you don't yeah you don't want that to happen yeah my dad's penis is really big (laughs) exactly (laughs) things like that it's just not it's just not good yeah Uh, but it's not bad you know it's just it's one of those things so uh, I think you live in a bit of fear of saying, telling them things they don't need to know when they're too young. Yeah. But you definitely want them to know it before they need to know it. Yeah. So that it's not a shock. It's not embarrassing. It's not a surprise. And mm-hmm. it's not, yeah, it doesn't leave them scarred going, oh, mm-hmm. I don't ever, if it's just a fact early enough on, hopefully it'll be something they can just, as they get older, yep. feel confident to ask the other questions. That, yeah. That come I, th- up. I think that's the main thing is, yeah, trying to have that open dialogue so that when the big questions arise in the future, they come to you i have a feeling i'm going to be feeling a lot feeling tons of mm-hmm. weird not weird tons of questions from my daughter well they'll be weird in that but, i'm not gonna be expecting them. or they'll be from a perspective you're not expecting that, perhaps yeah. that's it but yeah like with her already like i'm getting married and having babies and uh like my son's like i'm gonna live with you guys forever i'm just gonna play video games in the basement my daughter's like i i'm gonna have my own house yes and like i think that she's talking about next week <laughs> Like it just yeah. totally different. And yeah, I'm, she is as independent as they come. It's going to be very interesting to see that difference as they get mm-hmm. older. I think it's going to get more magnified. Like she'll mm-hmm. have a boyfriend way before he will or before he, you know, he's with anybody. And yeah. it'll be like me. Like I was like, I was not an early bloomer. I was just like, eh, yeah, I'd rather play video games. So I look at my son. I'm like, yeah, I told, I get you. I understand you, what you're all about her. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun exploring those differences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lots of questions. As, as lot, And then you hope she comes to you and goes, dad, you know, he's asking me yeah. about doing stuff. And you can be like, no, no. Yeah. Let, let <laughs> me get the book. So it, I understand it, what you're talking about in here. your head. And then out loud, you'll be like, well, you have to be prepared. And cause you don't, yeah. you know, you know, if the teenager and you say, no, you can't no, do that. That's either going to do the opposite. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, we're we're not. What's the word? Prude, I guess, no. in our house. I, it's, you no. know what I mean? Like we're not like that's like no, not till you're married. And like we're, I don't. That's not a reality we live yeah. in. I think in, since we were kids and now it's like a it's beyond a chasm of like social change that's mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So I think the reality now is so much different. And our wives being in education, they see that. Yeah, we don't. But I think they the horror stories I've heard, like what they're doing, what in grade five? Yeah, yeah. like oh man, please no. <laughs> Every time there's a U.S. news story on what's happening in, like, junior highs, mm. I think, man, I did not go to that junior high. <laughs> For sure. 
Yeah. You know, like uh, we, I was worried about kissing girls, attempting to kiss girls. And then, yeah, it's like, who does what now? What's yeah. happening? And, you know, I don't generally trust a uh, an 11 o'clock or 6 o'clock news story. What's happening at your kid's, kid's school? What you find out may just shock you. I don't generally yeah. believe those. That was a good impersonation of the news. Thank you. That was exactly that how news. the news sounds. Just might shock you. Yeah, it's all just might shock you. Yeah. It's the visual form of clickbait. Yes, but still, yeah, there's definitely a change out there. You know, I'm sure my children will be thinking about experimenting with things well before I was <laughs> mentally ready to as a child, or, or not, or not. No. Yeah. You know, they might just say, "Eh, yeah, I get it." And again, I, I'm busy over here playing Minecraft. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm in my, my VR Minecraft cave. I'm sorry. I can't come out right now. I'd love to do that, but I've got a role-playing game session yeah, I've got to get to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we can dream. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you've got uh, any comments or ideas you want to share with us or experience on how you've broached this or avoided it, if you need, if you need mm-hmm. support. <laughs> or horror stories of how your parents tried to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, we, we'd, loved, we'd love to hear stories like that. Those it makes the us feel better about ourselves. <laughs> totally. <laughs> But yeah, head over, uh, click on the show notes for the episode page or head over to BreakingDads.com and you can find us on Twitter once in a while over at BreakDads. We'll remember to check it occasionally. And until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff.